0: Hello everybody and welcome back to our second episode of All Up Podcast. Today I have with me Oskan. Hi Oskan. Hi. And today we'll be talking about commercialization of the Danish companies in the international aspect. So before we start, could you introduce yourself to us and tell
1: us a bit about your professional life and who are you and stuff like that? Sure. Uh, well, I my name is Uskan Kuxel. Uh, I'm 51 years old, uh, I have uh, I was born and raised in Aalborg actually. Uh, I've lived in uh, different countries uh, in my professional career. Um, I'm educated in uh, international business economy from Aalborg University and also I have studied some uh, law in uh, Aarhus University and Aalborg University uh, Supplementment supplemented with the philosophy, so it's a kind of mix. Um, I think uh, it's always important to to understand the people, humans, uh, in in different contexts. Um, I have been working in uh, many different sectors, uh, many different companies. Um, Uh, primarily within uh, international uh, technical sales, management, business development. Um, And um, yeah, I have tried a little bit of everything. Um, I have lived abroad for about nine years uh, and uh, have been in both the the tactical, operational and, and... and strategic levels of organizations uh, in Denmark and abroad so and uh, today I, uh, I have my own company um, I, uh, I help companies uh, commercialize and internationalize and in many different uh, com- uh, countries and uh, primarily uh, B2B and primarily uh, companies um, who has some kind of technical solution which is uh is scalable uh, preferably, um, so um, but um, yeah, almost 25 years within its national sales, so that's very short.:
0: Okay, well, that's a lot of t- a lot to unpack and go over, and I would like to ask you what is the company's name that you have?
1: It's called a uh, Eastman group, Eastman. Group. group yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So I hope that everybody after this podcast will go there and check it out. If you have any issues with going international, mainly from Denmark, and talking about that aspect, what are, what are the issues with going international from Denmark? How do how do companies actually do it?
1: <laughs> um, it kind of dif- dif- it depends on uh, what what level companies are in what kind of matu- maturity stage they are um if they are small startup or is uh, if they have existed in many many years so so they have different um, challenges and different ways of of doing it but um but to my surprise even very mature companies they they um, sometimes maybe um are not so professional um uh, but they still managed to, to succeed, uh, some of them, um, and uh, which is good. But, um, but uh, kind of, I mean, for instance, I can give you an example. Um, starting a joint vent- venture with a company uh, uh, who you have met the owner of in the airplane might not, be the best way <laughs> of uh, <laughs> starting a company uh, abroad. Um, so, um, so, so, so th- there can be many different ways of doing it. But uh, I mean, the, the traditional way is to 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 um, to of course try to start where you can where the uh, highest probability of sales is. Um, so the low hanging fruit fruits are, are, are primarily the w- the the first stage of thought when you you're picking a a country or market and 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 then you have to consider okay how much do you want to to uh, to push uh, and so uh,
0: let's say that let's go from for my company that i had before called join and you actually had the pleasure of talking with us at one point so you might have a some idea about it as well so if i'm at this stage Let's say we have six people. We are just bringing up the product. and But we have we have big ambitions, uh, big ambitious as everybody in technical spheres and everybody that is building apps have. We want to go global and we want to make sure that this app succeeds global. But at the stage where we are, there were many issues. Uh, so let's say this company has an ambition to go to Germany, let's say. How... Would we do it, or what should be? Wha- when you look at this company, what are your first steps, or what is your thinking process about it?
1: I mean, before <laughs> be, before going there, I, I I I immediately ask about the uh, solution or the product, and um, and you you, you you. It's also a kind of test because if they start, uh, which some companies are doing trying to uh, describe the functions or the you know the technicalities,
0: technicalities
1: <laughs> then then you know it's already a, a red flag for me um, why is it the red flag
0: because <laughs> i know i know i i just I actually just before this podcast i showed oscan my submission to next step which was uh, in my opinion very funny and it was a great example of how to talk about features technically <laughs> because back then i was just a software developer trying to get into this whole entrepreneurship stuff and at that point I think I had a good idea, but nobody understood me. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so how should the how well should the company communicate their product?
1: I mean, at least they have to have a product. Uh, at least they have uh, had to have sold the product in Denmark. At least they have to have to proof of concept. Um, and then there's there's the whole you know commercial aspect of it because you have to, I mean, um, you have to. Convince me that you know who the customers are and what what need or what pain you are solving at the customers. Wh- why should the customers pick you? Why should the customers uh, buy from you? I, um, it's not um, enough that you think that your idea is, is, is good or uh, exciting. Um because you, you have t- in the end of the day you have to earn money off it. So so you have to sell it. You have to there's somebody who has to pay for it. Um, so so and you cannot say that this is just an exciting product and, and sell it. Um, so so the well, commo- sometimes
0: sometimes you can. I, I <laughs> <laughs> <in> our last start of weekend our, the week our facilitator they were showing us a product that was just a rock in the box and they called it a, a rock pet. And they sold twelve millions of that, in dollars. <laughs> so
1: yeah, but there's also <laughs> this uh, a, a NFT. In yes, pictures. yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, there's always a market for anything, of course. But but. Uh, Maybe it's a <laughs> yeah, it's niche. It's definitely not long-lasting. It's that no. you
0: sell your first batch and then everybody knows it's, it's not something they want to buy again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not solving any pain.
1: Yeah. It's just fun. But also, I mean, is selling something abroad uh, is not uh, enough because you also need to say, see, okay, what about if there's a uh, if, if, if many wants to buy it? Can you deliver? Can this you scale, produce yeah. it? Can you can you service it? Um, c- I mean, there's so many obstacles. I mean, uh, what about the pricing? Um, c- do you know how much the p- your price is? Because do you have a clue about the customs? Uh, I mean, uh, do you know how much it will take? Uh, how how much the co- uh, the actual cost will be when it arrives to the customer? Um, t- I mean. Oh, I I I helped a, com- um, a company once who who was in deep trouble because they they uh, thought they just could sell everything and and they exported it to that particular com- uh, country and and they had hadn't done any research. Or, or so so so
0: let's so let's try to visualize for someone that might not have an experience yeah. with it. Let's say I have a physical product that goes. Into a different country or maybe a continent. What, are, what is the process that people don't see, you know, the layers of economy that are hidden from the
1: customer? Okay. Um, usually uh, a company would say, okay, we are just uh, calling uh, UPS or Bring or a, a company and, and, and we have a customer and we just send it to them. Mm-hmm. Well, Bring and, and uh, all these uh, companies, they are shipping companies they are not customs cus- companies so they, bring, uh, they they bring uh, they they sh- uh, they um, uh, they are freight forwarders so so they, they uh, take your product and, and come go to the uh, customs or, or the border and then somebody else has to clear it and then it, it goes on the other side of border and then it c- goes uh, to the customers mm-hmm. um so so they don't know anything about customs so you cannot just send it also, there are countries where you, if you uh, use the incoterms, you know, if it's, you know, who pays, wh- where is the risk going abroad, um, uh, when is the risk transferred and so on. And and these incoterms doesn't, you cannot use all the incoterms in every country. Mm. So, you have to know how to sell it, I- in what terms you are going to sell it. Um and um and and sometimes even uh, when you you fill out the um the um the forms uh, w- uh, the package forms uh, b- uh, it has to be filled out in a special way it there's some the th- th- it has to be um has a have a special structure it has i mean it n- it's not enough to do it as you do it in denmark yeah. um, so it's uh, not
0: like sending a Letter to your no, loved no, no. one.
1: <laughs> so, 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 in this company I was talking about, they they ended up uh, having uh, 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 products for one million kronos stuck in the customs, and oh. they have to pull the the uh, items back to Denmark. That's a- costly. A- and
0: <laughs> I, I think I'm a prime example of this as well because um just before we had our fair international fair on 14th of i think it was september i was ordering some of the flyers fi- flyers for kickstart Alborg. but when i was doing it i forgot to switch the website to danish website so <laughs> i was ordering from the version of the website that was in america oh and at that point i was thinking well it's in english for me and they must figure it out like it's the same website they must think that when i'm ordering from denmark you know use the danish company yeah (laughs) Yeah. but apparently they weren't thinking far ahead so i ended up with i think around yeah it was only like 100 euros of flyers ended up stuck in customs and having customs and uh, export and uh, some other ministry calling me and telling me that right now you need to establish a real company yeah. because, you know, the nonprofit cannot accept such goods from yeah. the outside. Yeah. So now if you want this good, you actually need to put up 40,000 to yeah. establish APS and yeah. then get the license and then you can get it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, well, let's just order a new one. <laughs> <laughs> that will be less costly. Yeah. But I think that's a prime example of how not to do it because yeah. I was not thinking about customs. I was not thinking about that, you know, the product that is coming to us is actually outside of the European zone and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's it's not only customs, because sometimes uh, there's a trade uh, agreement and there's no customs, but then there's some fees. I mean, I I was... uh, One time uh, I found out if I ship it with with a plane, there was a certain fee on top of everything else Mm. because it was an airplane. So 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 my, my point is that y- you need to have some kind of um, um, pilot project where you send something and you see what what your actual cost will be mm-hmm. before you quote somebody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And that way you can figure out your unit costs and yeah, uh, exactly. The operations and, stuff. and that's actually the next thing I want to talk about which is that pricing and unit costs. Yeah. That's something where technical startups struggle a lot. Okay how uh, can, can you tell me some examples or something you encountered because i know you encountered people such as us or even desk space I, c- I know i can talk about them uh, what were the issues with us technical founders with bringing actually commercial product you know not just fun apps for us
1: <laughs> um i mean the issues with technical uh startups or, or is that the question yes well it's the commercial part it's definitely the commercial part i mean um and also the maybe the acknowledgement that you as a technical founder are not the expert in sales for instance uh, and 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 you should Acknowledge that you you probably need to have some kind of help or, or have a co-founder or s- some something somebody who can help you in the t- commercial part because sales is a different um, profession that. Than the technical part. I'm always always saying that I'm very very impressed with people who who can uh, develop something and, and and create something technical and so on. I would never be able to do that. A- and and the technical people there just looking at me and say, "Well, this is a piece of cake." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for you, yes, uh, but for me, it would be much easier to to you know uh, make a um, market interest strategy to to find the right stakeholders or, or partners. Uh, Distributors uh, finding uh, um, uh, know how to find investors and so on. I mean that's the easy part for me. Um, so so we all all everybody has this own kind of um, um, strong points uh, and and uh, and you have to acknowledge that. Uh, I've seen many uh, companies who 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 doesn't think that and and they think that they can do everything and and th- the worst ones are the ones who are just finished uh, university and this is they have no experience <laughs> at all and they make a uh, make a company and and wow um so 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 uh, yeah it's uh, there's challenges uh, on the commercial side i mean you, and you cannot so, so something that they some some things that they have uh, you know the, the best idea in of the century and so on. But, but you, you, you need to prove it. You, you you need to have it sold. I mean, that that's the, the ultimate uh, uh, test of your product. You have to t- sell it. Let's see how the market takes your product. Yeah, uh, the proof of business, right? Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I think that's something where we never got with join. <laughs> we were close. We were close, though. But wh- wh- what do you think are... Like, specifically, if we go into issues, like for right. example, what are, what is some very, very common issue, like, specifically, that company has? Like, for example, I know that our issues were, like, we're free-to-use app. That's very hard to, s- not, it, it's very hard to sell because you're actually not selling anything and you're relying that people use your app. So, you already have a risk there <laughs> of having a revenue and hope and uh, hope that people would use the app and in the meantime you're you have a need to actually operate the app and pay for server space for people and stuff like that so like what are what are some of these
1: common issues i mean i, I always think that that it has to be an easy sale i mean the sale has to be uh, w- w- when a customer sees it and and l- reads it uh, or you meet the customer it has to be easy for them to take a decision uh, they 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 should say well of course it could be regarding the uh, price or it could be you know uh, the, the, the what they get out of it um, or the value of it or something i mean it it shouldn't be any uh, too complex uh, the complexity should be low and and uh, it, w- it should be a very uh, easy way uh, to accept uh, the sales. Uh, if not, then you have to t- go back to a drawing board and, and try to uh, understand how you want to sell it. How should you communicate your, sa- uh, your value proposition to the uh, customer? So the value proposition is, is crucial. Uh, the value proposition and also the value chain. Uh, not only your own company's value chain, but also the com- the customers' value chain. So you you need to find out who the customers are. What what do you mean
0: by value chain of the customer?
1: I mean sometimes it, the um, um, the customer can have uh, uh, different suppliers. But we are talking now B two B. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. 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 It's B two B. You, you can have a, a process uh, production site who has the different um, different suppliers and um, it might be that your product could be uh, could be bundled with another product mm-hmm. and be sold and you can increase the value of, of your own c- product uh, it could be white labeling it could be uh, you know um, guinea picking uh, it could be m- many things that uh, all you can also um go upstream or up downstream of the value chain and and say well um maybe uh, our customers it's not the customers that we think it is but the our cost real customers are the customers uh uh two three step down yeah, of the value chain yeah yeah right. exactly so, so so it depends on uh, maybe it's easier to uh, go to them um, uh, and and so you have to analyze who your customers really are and i think this is a big issue because
0: i honestly right now and maybe even before i didn't have a good idea about the market around me and i just you know wanted to go into it because you know it's, it's free market you can sell whatever <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, then you actually get into details and you find out about the all the other competitors you didn't know about all the other processes you didn't know about yeah. all the other costs you didn't know about, right? so it's much more complex than you might yeah. think
1: yeah, yeah i mean i i i i i had uh, i worked with a, in a company once w- who who said well um we we have a product, a solution um which is free it's for free." So then the
0: customer is the product? Uh, uh,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We, 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 we would um, take, it, it, it created some savings for the customer. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, we, 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 we will take a part of the savings that we create for you. Okay. Um, which is a very good idea. Uh, and, and some, some customers, they, they, uh, they were very surprised and then couldn't understand what, why will you give it for free? but 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 it was kind of uh, it was many years back and it, it was disrupting the whole market by saying well, we will give it for free um but 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 uh but th- it's just an example of how to disrupt uh this very um, um established market yeah sometimes uh, you have to push the limits, as you also we were talking <laughs> about, we, we have to push the way people are thinking of, of, of the product and how are the payment solutions, the payment terms, um, b- because if it's too expensive, or for why is it too expensive? Uh, and 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 uh, and uh, and and if 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 for instance a company is only competing um, on price, uh, you should consider maybe. Changing some things, uh, m- maybe adding some value to your product, and uh, and and uh, making your product a bit more special or something. So so you can create that that differentiation mm-hmm. that makes you uh, st- uh, st- um, uh, come ahead of of your yes. your your competitors, and not only compete with price. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense. Simply just by you know optimizing
0: operations or. Re- sourcing from different uh, mm, suppliers. Maybe I can as give well. you
1: hmm? an o- an another example. I had a company once that d- 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 that only were competing with uh, with uh, on 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 um, on price, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, uh, and they were they were selling some 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 different spare parts, and and I said to them, you know, why don't you um, why don't you uh, um integrate some kind of uh, preventive maintenance so you knew when to provide these spare parts so suddenly th- it was a whole new business um and 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 they could make a service division out of it so so it it, w- it was kind of they didn't thought about that s- this uh, that makes a lot of sense uh,
0: because i think that also introduces company into more technical aspect yeah, where yeah. they need to monitor exactly as well exactly
1: yeah. So so, 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 from being just, you know, focused on price, suddenly they could provide a solution for for the customers. So, so now suddenly it was not just the price.
0: And I think in many aspects, the way you can differentiate yourself, uh, maybe not here in Denmark, because generally in Denmark uh, the level of services is very high and the people are very, very nice. But for example, where I'm from, Slovakia you can differentiate yourself just by being more nice or just by being more customer oriented you know just by knowing that market is like this and you know for example in in slovakia i know that market is in a way like customer to um uh, to vendor uh, yeah. relationships are usually much more rough or yeah. stuff like that so you can simply optimize just by being a very very nice and easy to work with person as well so there are many ways to optimize but before you optimize you need to know what you're optimizing for right without knowing the market without knowing the space you operate in you you cannot adjust in the right way yeah so what i would say to uh, our common tech founders as me uh, i would really really focus on your surroundings and environment because you can build the amazing product and it can be the most beautiful and complex thing you ever built and you put your heart and soul into it but you know, if it's already out there or if someone is doing so exactly the same thing that is your next next door neighbor and you didn't know about it, then your product is not worthless, but it will not sell, you know, if you didn't know the environment before. So really look around before you start doing something.
1: I, I was at Tech Barbecue uh, the other week and um, I, I stepped... I, I ca- came across a company uh, I don't want to mention the name and and so on but I, I th- they were v- they were all PhD students and and uh, and they had made this uh, kind of product and um I, I asked them okay uh, d- what do you do the uh, wha- what is in the market today uh, I mean d- what do you do Can What are your competitors uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, is that being done today um, and they said yes, they <laughs> they were already doing it but but the, the way they were doing it was a bit different and so on S- but okay what what do you save? I mean what do wh- I mean what what's the what's in it for for the customer and, and they, they couldn't explain <laughs> and and and, and, uh, and it was kind of what this is what our project was and and we thought it was uh, fun and, and and we were it's exciting that this is a new way to do it. That okay that's a new way to do it but but y- th- it's already done it's like <laughs> wher- where is the sauce you know <laughs> yeah.
0: because when the business person comes to you <laughs> yeah. he will not care that it's nicer it's like how much do i save yeah. now
1: you know and and the, and the same thing uh, uh, w- w- when when then these companies they they um, and, and this is typically typically the uh, process for 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 a startup they 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 start up they they um they uh, they think they know everything <laughs> themselves and then they, they continue and uh, at, at some point they, they develop and they all... This is another thing with uh, technical people. Th- they don't... They are never satisfied that the solution is finished. They always can... Th- there's always yes. more to, to come and so on. And and, and, and s- stop thinking that way. I mean, uh, get it out and then you can... Uh, iterate yeah you can you can develop it uh, uh, more uh, later b- um, but put it into the market but but then then uh, at some point they, they um, run out run out of money and and then they have to uh, get uh, an investor and when they get the investor they they just you know they're desperate at that point um, and then um, money talks and they they only uh, want the money um, but uh, they they are incapable of of uh, uh, presenting it the right way, uh, they are uh, or pitching the right way. They don't know what to pitch and what to uh, prepare and so on. And then they they pick the wrong investor, <laughs> and they their value is low and so on. So it's so bad for them. Um, so 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 if they could kind of uh, from the start uh, start um, be more um uh plan for for for, for, for this these competences to get into the company uh, in one way or another um then they they would know what the investor will look for um and and i I have seen many pitch decks uh, which is i mean crazy bad i mean. Uh, and and, and, and th- they, they didn't uh, succeed in, in finding investors. Uh, yes, th- there's a, probably a couple of reasons why not I mean um, So if you had a let's say now you are 25
0: and you want to start a company, uh, you are strong in the commercialization and let's say it's supposed to be a tech company. So what do you do like what are the parameters for you to satisfy? in order for you to start and be comfortable with starting you know talking about uh, people matching and knowing the market and stuff like that like what would be your process right now if i was a founder yes
1: so so i would have the idea mm, let's let's say you have the idea yes and you need to find the people yeah i mean uh, because i'm not the technical person <laughs> I, I i i the, the first thing i uh, first thing i would uh, look uh, uh, would be to um, to see if it's scalable. I mean, ca- ca- can this be sold? Uh, and, and, and if I can, conv- I, I can uh, talk to several people and, and tell them about the idea and if, if it's good and bad, and, and if it's good, if I trust myself that this is good, this can be sold, I mean, I will always look at the commercial side. Then I will try to find somebody technical and ask them if it's possible to make that. So I would not go the other way around and, and make some technical product without, uh, and then see if, it, it can, if there's a market for it. So I'll always look at the market and then the technical part would probably be solvable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that it answers. That, that,
0: make, that makes sense because that really connects with me and the topic I was talking about just the other day. And that was also sales and specifically sales for software as a service companies and i was talking about this aspect of do not create your product before you pre-sell it because if you know you can create it in three six months then that's a good time to build a relationship you know tell your uh, customer that you have some deadline issues and stuff like that That's all acceptable but i wouldn't spend six months building something and then finding out within one month that nothing is sold because you lose motivation in a rapid way when yes. you do it that way. Yes. And you never do
1: it again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, have, I I know companies who, who actually um, has sold the product on paper
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then start developing the product. Yeah, I've seen
0: similar, <laughs> for example, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a young generation, so I'm on Instagram quite a lot. And I've seen this uh, reel where one of the people that, has a companies like this is talking about the practices he's using and one of those was that he never even contacts his developers before he sells the idea yeah he pre-sells it he makes sure there is you know one third or one fourth of the price indoors as yeah. a guarantee yeah and then he starts building yeah because that makes the most sense because you know that it's needed and you also already have a resources in developers that you can build it so you should be confident enough that you can do it otherwise you should not go for it exactly but talking about software companies, because that's my strong side, what would you say is like a, uh, or talking about business to business, what is the best model for business to business in terms of a product? You know, talking about software as a service or these kinds of models?
1: Mm, I, I, I don't quite understand. Can I what label? I mean
0: by that is that, for example, when I was working in other company, we were white labeling mm. our product, mm. which in my opinion, in my opinion, it uh, could have we could have made more money if we do it software as a service, and we could also probably also maintain and control the uh, software much better because it wouldn't be distributed with all the different versions in all the different companies, but we would have one service and one software and just providing it to other companies. What I really mean by thats that what is easy to sell in terms of software is because I know that it's much easier to sell bundles for example like office 365 and stuff like that so what i'm getting on with this question is that how do you make it easier how do you make it more simpler for a software company to sell something business to
1: business (laughs) interesting uh, question um i don't think there's a simple answer for it. it it also depends on what (laughs) <laughs> the product is I mean the, the software is is it something that you you you, you need to 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 uh, t- I mean the companies need to to have or is it nice to have or what what does the let's software uh, do uh,
0: let's say this um, I met a guy that was doing HR or not a guy but a bunch of people that were doing HR software and uh, these guys are based in Copenhagen uh, again I'm not going to say who, who but basically they were building the software for a while and they were thinking about how to actually sell it to the big corporates and their HR system. And it was supposed to be a platform that gathers data about people and the employees and tries to make a solutions that will make a better life for the employee. For example, if there are you know, 10, 15 anonymous calls that the manager is abusing, then probably they will figure out how to move it around. So, But at the same time, it's a, it's a big thing to explain and... It's very hard to sell, in my opinion, because hasn't there something like this been done before, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So, how do you bundle this into very simple to sell product?
1: Um, I think I think if, uh, well, there's there's not one solution for everything, but but one thing could be that um if it's in Denmark um to to find out if there's some uh, organization some some um um some um, unions or oh, the clusters yeah. like the, the Copenhagen Fintech and no, 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 Digital no, no? the no? unions unions yeah the unions uh, because they 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 are very much uh, in um, they 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 have focus on this uh and uh, there's also some some uh, some regulations where the uh, companies have to have some AVP reports uh, every year or every second year, whatever. And and, um, so it could be bundled into these kind of um, required um, reports. Um, And also there's companies who are providing help for making these reports. And they could also uh, um, be some kind of agents or distributors or uh, ambassadors for for these kind of uh, products um so so there could be several ways to to uh, enter these corporations um on top of my head i mean i haven't (laughs) been prepared yes yes, of course i mean it's a tough (laughs) question and
0: as you said there is no one simple answer uh, i was mostly looking about. Just exploring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the price structure or, or the structure of, of, of pricing is, is a very, very interesting uh, area where you, where you could... Uh, there's so many parameters that you can screw on. Um, and, and, uh, and sometimes you, 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 you will figure it out by testing. Um, mm. And then you can always d- do it differently.
0: Um, what? We, what we, sorry i'm jumping into it but pricing is very important for me because i feel like that we as a software developers or at least many of us or many that i met we don't value the product as much because in our eyes it is simple to you to, to do and simple to use as well and you know it, it's not that hard for us to build it and stuff like that so we just sometimes give it out for free or very small amount of price whereas um, the actual value for the actual value that people would be willing to pay for it it's much higher but we never figured it out because you know
1: but but sometimes it's interesting to differentiate i mean depending on how much uh, functionality you pay for uh, and who 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 has the pain and and um, and uh, so you can make it in different different uh, sizes or Mm. or complexities and also sometimes i mean you should not be afraid of increasing the price i mean uh, but what if you lose some customers there is always that, that question but, well well you, you can't win them all and 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 uh, losing doesn't mean that you're not gaining more so 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 sometimes you just have to be very very um, um i mean you you should try something else out i, I, I mean you you should not uh, you should differentiate the customers and you should also differentiate your you, you, your your product and and you should uh, you you should kind of um be more selective mm. uh and and um and uh, and um, look at your product in, in 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 a different angle a different um different perspectives yeah. uh, different different industries yeah. and it's not only it one uh, thing yeah. uh, uh, I, I mean there's s- many theories uh, about this and and uh, and and, uh, and we can take it uh, an, another time <laughs> and 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 then we can uh, explore it but but definitely the the, the 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 concept of one size fits all doesn't uh, work in, no, in no. software it, it doesn't work uh, and and also uh, just saying that it has to have a low price and just target everybody doesn't work i mean there's so many tech tactical things that you can do that, uh, that would work mu- much bec- better.
0: Well, that's for sure. If you're not Google or Microsoft, then you're not, you cannot do such things. And those guys had a head start and a <laughs> good partnerships <laughs> as well. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And as you said, uh, the answer is not to satisfy everyone and find a right spot for you, positioning yourselves in the right area. Yep. And by testing, 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 you need to figure out where you fit because you might have a passion for solving an issue in physics or you know working with CERN but then you figure out that oh but we actually really fit in the food industry or some stuff like that but if you don't try you never know and it might not be the you know the passionate thing for you but if it makes money then I think everybody can make a passion out of something that actually works it's about decision yeah and Now we are coming to the last minutes of the podcast and we have prepared something new for our listeners. And these would be uh, three questions that I would ask everybody that would come on the podcast from now on. And let's start with those. So the first one is, if you're a founder, what are the three do's and three don't do's? Let's say you are at the early stage because that's that's the target audience.
1: Yeah, um, well... What you what you should do, uh, I mean, this is just you know on top of my head. Uh, so, um, I, I would definitely have the proof of concept, um, uh, and I I think uh, one should t- think global. I mean, the product that you 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 you, uh, you make should be scalable uh, to many markets. Uh, sh should not be just. A small uh, local Danish thing, and uh, and then you should be uh, accepting uh, that uh, y- you you need to have help. You you need to have some help for f- to 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 um, to something. It could be the technical part. But it could be also be the commercial part. Uh, but you need to d- accept that you cannot do everything yourself. Um, and um, yeah, and and, and then. Think you have, you have to think how to make money, how to earn money. That that's uh, it's it's not a, a hobby project where you 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 do it because you think it's fun or something. You have to think how you actually can earn money. Um, th- th- that's very important. And 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 what not to um, um, uh, the don'ts uh probably would be not to focus on financing um uh, or oh, uh, sorry not not to focus on 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 um um on finishing the product so you should not focus on 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 uh, on the product that has to be finished uh, it it could be an ongoing process so so uh, so just get it into the market
0: yeah, sometimes you can sell just one feature yeah. of a big big, exactly. uh, big, project and then as you're getting revenue from that one feature, you can evolve more and more as your company has a healthy stream of income.
1: Yeah, and to not use time on, on things that, uh, that isn't sellable don't you i mean don't don't use t- i mean uh, only use time if uh, on on uh, developing a product if 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 it's uh, if something that the market uh, requires or you can f- uh, find a market uh, uh, a market product fit uh, a product market fit um and the last thing would be uh, to um, um to not not uh, do, do not choose a partner or investor. Because you have to uh, choose it because it benefits uh, or bef- because you, you, you really know that this is good for the company or for the future and so on. Uh, b- b- I see a lot of companies who, who unfortunately um, need the money and, and then just uh, goes to the first company who approaches them. Uh, b- be in time so 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 you can y- you you know um you can choose the uh, right um partner uh, this is not only a distributor uh, sorry an investor it could also be a distributor it could be a, a co-founder it could be whatever you know uh, uh, try to 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 uh to not to um to um rush to the g- process
0: yes yes not rushing the process yeah. but I think really, I think what you, what I understood from what you're trying to say is, really try to match with the values yes. of your partner, yeah. but also ensure that what he's saying he can actually deliver.
1: Yeah, and 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 he has some competences uh, that that uh, you require in in the company for the future. I mean, uh, it's not only about money. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think it's a very, very yeah. good message for everybody that is going into entrepreneurship
0: because they think they want to be rich. Yeah. But uh, happiness doesn't come
1: from rich. Yeah. And, and Until you are very rich. <laughs> 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 and sometimes, you know, yeah,
0: that, that's... Yeah, then I will go on the next question, which is that what is the perfect profile for a founder? Mm-hmm. If... You have a bunch of people in front of you, then, who without knowing their backgrounds, just purely characteristics. What are the characteristics you would be looking for in the in in the founder
1: you would like to? To be how do to to be, um, how do s- uh, to, to be uh, humble. I mean, sometimes be being humble and and uh, polite and uh, and. Um, curious uh, interested um that 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 uh, that, that and also uh, knowing that that takes, uh, things take time
0: um commitment to the process
1: commitment yeah yeah um and and uh, and try to 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 uh, to um to be open minded for for n- new uh, uh Partnerships and also uh, acknowledging his own weaknesses and strengths. That's important.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense in my opinion as well. And to come up with the last question, this is something that is not about business or technicalities, (laughs) but mostly about wisdom. So what would be your advice to young people that are striving to pursue a career, or a startup, or anything hard in their life, what would you advise them in their pursuit?
1: Get some experience. <laughs> <laughs> Get some experience. I mean, uh, uh, y- you 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 will be. Um, uh, there's time enough to 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 start make a startup, uh, whenever. And and uh, and 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 pursue your career, but but uh, patience—that's the core. I mean, I I I, w- I w- was working as a managing director once, and and uh, when I interviewed uh, <laughs> people for for different positions, this w- this was abroad, uh, and maybe it's very general for for, for foreign people. I don't know. Uh, I, I shouldn't generalize, but but s- some in some cultures th- there's a. a, a eager to uh, to um, to uh, to, uh, requir- uh, to acquire some kind of position in your life, uh, w- which gives some kind of status, mm-hmm. and and um, and many of these uh, <laughs> candidates, uh, when I interviewed them, when I asked them, wh- what do you and, and 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 bear in mind that some of these are very young, uh, just started their career and and they, they uh, when i asked them uh, what do where do you see yourself in 3 years some would say in your uh, in your chair <laughs> or uh, i will be a managing director or someone else or so and i said oh, f- 3 years i mean i mean <laughs> come on i mean and th- they ha- they had no you know no realization of of, of of life or, or the career and wha- what to learn so so sometimes um experience if you, if you go out and and uh, and for instance you, you 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 you're you're now working and you get a lot of experience and and you can use it uh, and and it's very valuable I among mean, all experiences are, are valuable, but but sometimes i can give you an, another example um um i i i also studied law mm-hmm and um uh, but it was much later it was like maybe 5 5 years on sorry uh, 10 years after i finished my first degree um and suddenly i was sitting in uh, in in the same room as as some 18 years 19 years old uh, young uh, young uh, people and and um, they have never owned a car and they have never had a i mean anything and 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 they were trying to learn the law in in these different matters and and um, uh, and suddenly for me it was very relevant and and um, maybe i had tried some of the things and uh, so so suddenly it was very very easy for me mm-hmm. so so it was it, it was really easy and and um, uh, because i had this life experience and sometimes uh, w- w- in in also in, in the startups and in, in businesses yeah if if you if you have some life experiences w- you you can maybe better um uh, control yourself uh, manage yourself mm-hmm. uh, and also uh, try to maybe communicate better with other people and you can you can understand the other people uh, better and you have a kind of um uh, street smart yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is also important a- and and sometimes i mean i mean uh, when i s- look at myself when i was uh, like uh, 20 25 years old i was really really eager uh, and and really aggressive and so on but s- it it doesn't always it, it isn't always the right solution uh, and i also know that that uh, if you have a product as a phd student and you want to you know start up uh, with it you, you cannot afford waiting and the the technology is like uh, going fast and so on so sometimes there's some natural things that make this uh, situation maybe uh, a bit difficult to to get experience but but if you if you don't have the experience then get somebody who k- who has experience into the uh, Company at least, but you have some. You have to get some experiences because there's so many um, pitfalls, and um, it would take so many resources and, and frustrations and so on. Uh, if you if you absolutely need or want to go into the pitfalls yourself, uh, but if you y- if you can learn from others' mistakes uh, or have your own experience uh, before uh, getting into it, then then you will. Uh, really save some uh, uh, time and money and resources and re- everything. And yeah. That makes
0: a lot of sense. And talking about learning from mistakes of others, we had the uh, fuck-up nights before, but right now we are changing it to Biz Blunders, and that will be coming soon, and that's going to be an event where people like us can will share their darkest moments from the career <laughs> and where you as a listener can learn and network with such individuals. But I think it's a it's a great message, what you just said. It's the patience and understanding that you cannot rush the process. And I have to relate to this because that's something I've learned myself through the harder process because I've been told before that you know, m- probably it's a better idea to have a few years in the corporate. Maybe it's a good idea to you know take a few years, understand the market, and then go into it. But I was like, no, now <laughs> is the time. I want to make a startup. So... I did and then I failed and now I'm uh now my ears are much more wider open to people like Oscan when
1: they say something because now I know that but but but, but every mistake is also experience I mean if, when you you, you 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 fucked up something <laughs> that, that's also experience so so I I'm not saying that people shouldn't make any fuck ups because no, no. because experience is experience
0: yeah but what I'm saying is that if someone tells you that it's a good idea to jump from the bridge, then it's probably a good idea to listen to someone else <laughs> that says that no, you're going to kill yourself. So, <laughs> so it's really about figuring out where you are and what is your situation. But generally, thank you for being a guest on this podcast. Thank you very much for inviting and me. Before we end up, uh, where could people find you, and how could people contact
1: you? Uh, I mean, I have. Uh, um, if you go into Eastman. Istaman dot com. Uh, Then you can find all my contact information there also. uh, And all linked up with me on LinkedIn. Uh, My name is Özkan. Uh, It's an O with the two dots on on top. And Z-K-A-N, Özkan. And Kök K-O with the two dots and uh, K-S-A-L. Puskan and everybody is welcome to contact me if if you uh, have s- some challenges of uh, regarding commercialization or internationalization. I can help with, uh, and uh, or if you know somebody who who maybe uh, listens to you uh, 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 to your advice, and uh, and and then uh, let them know that they uh, can get help in in all the matters.
0: Yeah, and, my, and, I must, and I must say that it was a pleasure talking to you and knowing you for a year and a half now. And I must say that Oskan was a very helpful with uh, our startup and also with Kickstarter Alborg. and You can meet him at the next startup weekend, which is uh, this November. You can meet him on the second day, Saturday, where he will be a mentor and try to help you out with your issues. So thank you again.
1: Uh, And I I will just say that that I was uh, also there uh, last year and it was a very, very nice uh, experience and I can only recommend everybody to to, uh, come along and and, and see for yourself. And I'm certain that it will be uh, even better this year and uh, everybody has something to look forward for. Thank you very much for saying that and thank you for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone.